You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Suna. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm super excited about today's episode and today's guest. Behind the scenes, I work with a handful of customers to give their marketing a jump start. Yeah, when it thinks, comes to things like website conversion, email, and now SMS. So I learn a ton from these founders and it keeps me close to our customers. And Chelsea Branch is founder of Cove Essentials. She's one of my favorites. She's got a great brand, a great product line, and she won't admit it, but she's actually really great at marketing. So I wanted to bring her on to share some of her journey. So Chelsea, thank you for coming on. Of course, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and I especially know I had to like really twist your arm to come on. This isn't your favorite stuff to do, but I really appreciate it. So let's start with Cove. Give us, you know, the background and what are you up to over there? Yeah, for sure. I started Cove. I was actually working at Aritzia as a style advisor at the time, and I really noticed the start of the claw clip trend, but myself having thick hair and I had some friends with thick hair. My mom has thick hair. We all kind of noticed that there was a gap in the market. We couldn't really find a clip that was both stylish and functional. I've always been entrepreneurship in nature. My parents are entrepreneurs. So I kind of saw it as the perfect opportunity to kind of take that leap of faith and start my own business. So I worked hard to kind of develop a product that worked for thick hair. And eventually I've been able to build that out to products for varying hair types, which is really awesome. So we launched our first product line in November of 2020, and it's been insane since then honestly haven't really been able to keep up with things um we hit seven figures in our first year business which is insane to me and that's like also with very little paid ads and i can really thank tiktok for that as well as email marketing which has helped scale a lot i really believe in a purchase being more than just a transaction i really want to build a community around my brand and i believe that tiktok has really helped us uh, to do so yeah i mean that's one of the things that i love watching you do your thing you're taking a pretty different approach than, than a lot of people out there. So I want to get into that, but just for like someone who's not, you know, that fashionable, Aritzia is a, a brand that, that sells what? <laughs> they sell clothing. <laughs> okay. So it's a clothing brand. Okay. So you were working there and you saw this opportunity mm-hmm. and then you launched and now you're, you're one year in and seven figures with very little paid ads. It's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So when we first started working together, Privy and Cove, you hadn't really been doing email or SMS, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I wasn't really, I didn't really touch on any of that when we started, uh, or at least when I started Cove. I personally basically have no experience in marketing. I took my undergrad in business, but I specialized in finance. So it's kind of on the number side of things as opposed to marketing, which kind of takes a different perspective. Right. So I really kind of started from ground up with regard to that. So that's incredible and, and unique, right? I think a lot of people understand that and paid ads early on, and that's how they grow. But if you weren't doing those things, what was it that was actually working for driving sales? TikTok. Yeah. Honestly, before we even launched, we had a viral TikTok video that really kind of helped. That's kind of when I realized the importance of even collecting emails and building kind of like a subscriber list. Before we launched, we had a TikTok that went viral and everyone in the comments was like, how do I get this? When do I get this? We honestly didn't even have a launch date at the time. I like quickly overnight had to like figure out a launch date, a launch strategy. And I turned our site to password protected. And I basically let users input their email for 10% off their first order. And without even really like cluing in that that was like, I guess, developing our email strategy, 
I really was able to pull customers back like before we even launched when we had everyone showing all that interest. And so I guess without even knowing it, I was like kind of starting the strategy and then Privy really helped us to execute that later on down the line. That's amazing. So do you remember what that video was? Like what was in that TikTok video and why do you think it went viral? It was like literally I went for a walk with my mom and I had like one of our samples on me because I was just wearing them, testing them out. And it was like a really nice sunset. And I was like, hey, mom, like film me throwing my hair up in a clip and let's just see. Like I had just personally downloaded TikTok probably a few weeks before that. And I was like, you know, what? a lot of people are growing on this app. Maybe this can like help me get, I don't know, a little bit of traction. And I made the caption. I think it was like, if you have thick hair, we've got you or like something along those lines, literally put no thought into it. It got yeah. two million views overnight. It was just like, there's actually no strategy. I just kind of threw it out there. And that's why I tell every small business owner, like just post on TikTok, don't give it too much thought, like just do it. That's incredible. So 2 million views. And so you see the view counts going up and you're like, oh my God, I got to do something about this. (laughs) So you take the site private, capture the demand with the emails. I think that, I mean, A, it's really scrappy, like before you have email in place to do that, but it also, come on, you got to toot your own horn. I think that speaks to like how, how crafty you are. So Nice job with that. And so like since then, you know, we'll get into the TikTok stuff a little bit more, but like how often are you posting and what sort of stuff are you posting now? So right now I try to post like at least once a day, no matter what I'm doing, where I am, if I'm trying to take time off, I pre-record um, and I say to my drafts, I try to post at least once a day. I do more if I can. And half the time, like thoughts just like come into my head and I film it, I post it or people comment things, I respond to them. So at least once a day and if like on a good day, I would post like three times a day, I would say. And then live also helps a lot too. Doing live, did you say? Yeah, it really helps to kind of like build a community kind of with their followers because I just basically I go live if I'm packing orders, if I'm unpacking a shipment, maybe if I'm just working from home, Yeah, I'll just go live. I'll be like, hey, I'm still doing my work. But if you have a question about business, anything along those lines, just comment. And I end up like not even doing my work half the time because I just am talking to the community for like two hours. But it's really cool to kind of help other business owners that maybe have questions on how to grow and how we grew and what to spend their time on. I give my best advice to them. I'm not saying it's the best they'll receive, but it's my best advice. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And I, that's one of the things I noticed, right? So like if I go through your posts, you know, I'm finding a handful of different types of posts, right? Some of those are Cove specific. You're launching a new product, you're working on a new product, you're addressing something about your products. Maybe some of these are behind the scenes of like product photography shots with the models, et cetera. I've seen all that. But it also looks like a big portion of your TikTok is like behind the scenes of you as a founder building a business. Is that something that like you did intentionally? No, (laughs) I kind of just went on a whim and I really kind of developed our strategy as we went along and I learned what worked and what people wanted to see. One thing that I've really noticed that helps with getting a lot of views is putting your face behind the camera. It was something that I was terrified to do at first. It was just like very nerve wracking to me. I did not like being on that side of things. I liked watching other people, but I didn't like being behind the camera. I started honestly just doing kind of voiceovers for like videos. Maybe if I was doing a tutorial on like how we, for example, let's say how we're building email newsletter, I would just do a voiceover of it. And then eventually I got to the point where I was putting my face behind it. And I really think that viewers can resonate with that and they can kind of see the brand as more of like a personal brand than just someone that's trying to sell you their product. 
it really allows our viewers and our customers to kind of come along with me for the journey of growing Cove and everything, which has really performed well. Totally. It gives them a reason to buy from you versus like whoever else they buy these clips from, you know? So I, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, and it, it, every time you're in front of them, it's reinforcing that why, right? So some of the other things I saw, like your shipping boxes, you're even talking about finances, you're giving advice, you're doing Q&A. I love that stuff. Um, I, it's just such a nice variety. And I think that that's exactly what they want. They want to know the founder. They want to know the story. Um, and it's why they're buying from you instead of Amazon. So you do an incredible job. You have over 240,000 followers and over 10 million likes. Do you ever just like think about that for a sec? Like how none of that existed a year ago? I honestly, I don't even like really realize it that often because it's kind of just like, it's a part of my daily life. I'm always going on the app and I'm always trying to like gain, build our followers. And I'm always looking at that number and just saying like, okay, how, how much have we grown since last week? But I don't often take a step back and really think like, wow, that's like a quarter million people that follow me. I do realize that when I'm out in public and like people notice me and they pull me aside and I'm like, oh. That's amazing. You actually get stopped on the street. Yeah. Good for you. Internet celebrity. <laughs> I don't like to say that. <laughs> that's great. So obviously like the TikTok stuff's been huge, big part of the growth. I think it's amazing that like even on your, your viral video up front, you thought about email capture. So what was it that actually got you thinking about using those emails and starting the send? Yeah. So I honestly, like when I first got those emails, when we first launched, I didn't even know what I was doing. And I think I went into like the Shopify, like marketing tab and I sent out like an email marketing thing with it. Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing and it didn't really do that much aside from just pulling those people back. And I never used it after that. And then I started, I think I saw like just a few businesses maybe post about email marketing on TikTok. And I kind of went to the app store. I ended up downloading Privy. It was performing really well for us. And I kind of had like a few very rough flows in place because again, didn't really know what I was doing. And I think it was actually TikTok that connected me with Christina and Lauren from your team. We had a video gain a fair bit of views and it was like my favorite like revenue generating Shopify apps because I noticed that Privy has done so well for us. And then Lauren and Christina really helped to kind of build our strategy out. And I use a lot of the resources that Privy puts forward to kind of develop those flows and everything. And they started performing really well. So I was like, okay, I need to start actually putting more time into this. Awesome. Yeah. And it looks like you've got purchase follow-up, abandoned cart, customer win back. And then, you know, you send a, a healthy amount of like one-time sends, newsletters, whatever you want to call them um, when you're launching stuff or running promotions, things like that which is great. Sometimes I take a look at that newsletters page on our Privy account when you can just kind of go through and see each of the ones that you sent out. And I look at the revenue generated from them. I think we sent one last week and it brought us like close to 10 grand in revenue just from sending an email. And I was like, honestly, any business owner that's not doing this, like it's it's incredible. It's amazing. And you have 30,000 on your email list now, I saw, which is amazing. So what about like balancing either your day or just like your strategy between email and social? How do you think about that? It looks like, is it fair to say like majority of what you think about is social? Yeah, I think definitely with being an e-commerce brand, we don't have a storefront. Uh, the way that we bring customers in, if you want to say, is through socials. That's the way that they will discover our brand. So I would say it's definitely at the forefront of my day. I'm always making sure that we are 
active and keeping current. I'm actually hiring right now for a role to kind of help me with that just because it is getting a little bit overwhelming. But I would say like both email and social are so important. Social is great for building that community. And then email is great for converting that community into customers. Oh, I like that. That's a good way to, to think about it. And then you're you're starting or, or we're starting together to think about SMS a little bit, right? Yes, exactly. That's kind of new on what we've been into. Yeah. So any early thoughts on, on your strategy there or what you're thinking about there? Yeah. So I've been really trying to keep the VIP list, which is our SMS list. I'm trying to keep it really as as VIP as possible. I really want it to be our top tier customers who we are offering the best deals or the best opportunities to. I know that we we ran a, I don't know if you remember when we strategized over Black Friday, we ran a kind of like offering input into our promotions. And we yeah, yeah. The survey. You, the kind you of, yeah, that. survey. Yeah. And we gave them a link to kind of pick what promotion they wanted to see for our Black Friday. And I think that's such a personal way to connect with those who are shopping your brand, because after all, it's their opinion, which mat- what matters most. So it's a really cool way of kind of offering like exclusivity. Yeah. And I've been amazed. So you've got over 400 now on your text list and 30,000 on your email list, right? So like it's clearly, you know, a subset of super engaged VIPs, as, as you said. And I think you've been doing a nice job of like offering them input on what you're doing, right? Like the Black Friday survey, as well as giving them early access. Cause I know, unfortunately, you've had trouble keeping inventory, a little bit, <laughs> right? Which is, I mean, that's a, in some respects, it's a great problem to have, but using SMS as a real hook to give people the ability to shop, you know, new product drops early. Mm-hmm, for sure. I think that there's just something about receiving a text from a brand that feels so authentic and so personal. It feels, it's a different level than receiving an email. It just feels like you are like genuinely just texting a brand. And I really like the way that that comes off. That's awesome. So I, I should have asked, do you do any paid ads? So we ran paid ads for a few months, mid 2021. I think our total spend over those few months was like 30K, something like that. And then actually had to turn them off at the start of Q4 last year because we could not keep up with demand and haven't turned them on since. And our revenue numbers have still been better than ever. So it, I honestly, like, I can't turn them back on right now to scale because like, regardless, they're a good strategy for scaling just because we can't keep inventory in stock. It's amazing. So Chelsea, this was great. Mm-hmm. Seven figures in a year, basically no paid using behind the scenes founder face on TikTok to grow top of funnel and, and truly build a community and help them and then email and sms to convert them really really great awesome to get the story and hopefully everyone gets a ton of value out of this so thanks for coming on today yeah for sure